Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is Good Company in the Car. All right, anyway, I'm right. What do stage managers do? Uh, anyway, hi, Magic Jack. Magic Jack. It's a free uh, telephone. I rolled my eyes. Yeah, yeah, bravo. That was fresh and original. I thought you were thinking Magic Mike, because I, I will do my Magic Mike routine if I have to. Okay. Um, I mean, you know. You're kind of quiet all of a what? sudden. What? Yeah, there you go. That's better. <laughs> Me? Yeah. No, I'm not. I don't know. It's the strangest well, no, thing. No, no. You, you said Magic Jack, and then that's my response from the Magic Jack. And then I had to get, you know, work Why did back. Magic Jack make you go quiet? I don't know. It was Is it just, just like, your, your I was thinking about response? it, you know, you know, like, well, okay. I'll just be quiet and disapprove. Way. Yes, I quietly disapprove. Cluck your tongue at it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I quietly disapprove of most things. I'm yeah. Just, what is it? Uh, a friend of mine said to me, look at you over there judging everything. Well, yeah, but I mean, magic. I say Magic Jack, you're fine. All magic of a sudden you're Jack? Like, and then you go quiet. Magic Jack? What? I, you, yeah, I don't. Yeah, all of a sudden you're like, well, like, did I insult the puss? Good company in the car. Hello. Yeah, yeah, Hello, that kind of well. shit. Uh, let's do a mic test. Uh, speak, test. Speak fully. Hello! No, 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 you don't do oh, that. You no. do that other shit. Hi, welcome, test. Yeah, test. you just... So anyway, Magic Jack, and then you're all quiet. Magic Jack! And then you get quiet. Well, now, now I'm normal again, and you keep talking. Oh, here comes the Okay, post. but I'm, I'm just Hi, wondering baby. why. Do you know what Magic Jack is? It's that telephone thing. Right. Yeah. You, you, once a month, and it's, an, it's, it's, it's once a year, you spend like eight bucks, and you have a tele working landline that runs across the entire well, it's planet. it's digital. It's not really a real landline. If the power's out, It's a real landline. I'm on the right side of history with this. All right. Well, more importantly- Well, we just went off on a whole tangent there, didn't we? All because of Magic Jack. Yeah. Well, I am kind of magic, but you know. There you go. Wink, double, wink. Double side click. Looking over to the shoots. side camera, right? Little, you know, little, like a <laughs> couple finger shoots. Uh, all right, we're going to talk about uh, season eleven. Season eleven, episode twelve. Episode twelve. Novel idea. A novel idea. Forensic files. Forensic files. My best friend. Your yeah, these things are great. I love it. And this one's terrific. It's and terrific. Let's go all the way back to 2001. It's December of 2001. 2001. And Michael and Kathleen Peterson of Durham, North Carolina are a power couple. Right? So this is Oof. literally 20 years ago coming up this December. Oof. And they are a... Durham, North Carolina, power couple, right? They they said yes. sometimes it's hard to tell in a relationship who is the bigger deal, and we all know it. A lot of times it's really lopsided. Why is she going out with him, or why is he going out with her? Well, usually women, uh, with sounding as sexist as this is going to sound, uh, an attractive woman will go after a wealthier man because she's attractive and she can catch him as opposed to it usually doesn't work the other way that around. That sounds sexist. That sounds well, really sexist. very, very sexist, but it's the oldest story in the, you know, I... women, men want attractive women and, women you know. Women want to be taken care of. And women, some women, excuse me, some women want to be taken care of and All that's right. the best way to do it. Well, but I'm... if they're a power couple, they're both working hard and they're both making their own money Boo-boo. Yeah, it was hard to figure out who's the bigger deal. I'm not a racist, but he was a decorated <laughs> Vietnam vet. And then you're supposed to say, that's not racist. And I just said, I'm not a racist. But you're not a racist. I'm you're not. a misogynist. No, I'm neither. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you're a Leo. Mm, yep. Uh, he's a decorated Vietnam war vet, and he's a best-selling novelist. And 
One of his novels, uh, A Time for War, which I know in my head I'm cu- confusing with A Time to Kill, uh, Time for War made it actually made it onto the New York Times bestsellers list. And uh, so that's kind of, that's that's not nothing. And Kathleen was vice president at a telecommunications firm. And at one point in the late 90s, her stock was valued at $2.5 million. Yeah, the woman said she's, she, on paper, she was worth $2.5 million. Right. And she was the first woman to get accepted to the Duke School of Engineering, Duke. which was a big deal. Yes. And uh, so she's clearly got her shit together. And... Um, they both have been married before. She's got three daughters. He's got two sons. We'll get to his sons later. The one is such a douche. Wow. I, 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 all right. They live in a 10,000-square-foot home. Oh, my God. As soon as they the, – I, I already told this to Kevin. So he has to hear it again. 10,000-square-foot home, and the first thing out of my mouth is, who keeps that clean? Yeah. Oh, my house is less than 2,000 square foot. Holy crap, I can't keep it clean. Yeah. My friend, the my best friend who comes to watch the house for the dog and stuff when I travel, yeah. she's like, I, I'm surprised you don't have someone come in. Yeah. So, but what would she do? No, no well, where would she start? Well, <laughs> you well, can't you're dust about, this. You're talking about clutter. I'm talking about dust and vacuuming and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, There's but, a lot of clever. Well, the, upper, the upstairs areas aren't that bad. I, 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 why is this about me all of a sudden? It's always about you. Well, hello, yes. <laughs> Everything's about me. I'm a class one narcissist. Yep. I know that. Well, yeah, you know, knowing it's half the battle, but well, now it comes to class A narcissist. I don't think it's a problem. <laughs> so we get the, uh, at 2 a.m. on December, in a, a night in December, I think it was the 9th of December 20, 2001, at 2 a.m., we get a 911 call. Oh, 911 call. Where's your emergency? My wife's She's still breathing. What kind of accident? She's still on the stairs. She's still breathing. Please, How many stairs? No, 15, 20. I don't know. Please, get somebody here right away. So the paramedics ask him what happened. And he said he was out smoking his pipe. Now, first of all, they've got a pool. It's Durham. I get it. Um, Do you keep water in your pool all winter in North Carolina? Do you drain it? I don't know about that. But as I've always told you, if I had a pool, I would have it heated so I could use it year round. Right. And yep. it seems to me like there's a lot of time in this, what would be considered the winter months where it does still get pretty warm during the day. Uh, yeah, you know, people have a misconception that the upper Mid-South is quite, they, they get winter. Right. And it would, oh, it no, would no, cost no, an arm that. and a leg. Yeah, if, yeah. If, I don't know if that was a reenactment She's worth pool. two and a half million dollars. On paper and stock. It's not the same thing. Oh, it's not fine. liquid. And so he says that uh, they were out there having a drink at one in the morning. And so, I didn't look up to see yeah, what yeah, night yeah. of the week. Well, mo- see, you know, that's uh, to interrupt you because when, when they said something about his job, it's like, well, he, did he not work? What what did he do all day? He was a writer. He wrote best selling novels, and he also worked uh, as a part time reporter for one of the local papers. I okay, so you did a little side. Gooding. I did a little side I, I gig. Did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not going to pay for. A 10, we get to that. Oh, oh, we super get to dun, that. Dun, dun. And um, so he uh, he said that they were out having a drink. She went in to use the computer. He stayed outside smoking his pipe for Which, another forty five minutes. What kind of pipe? Uh, a pipe pipe, I think. A pipe pipe? And he came in and found her at the bottom of the stairs, and paramedics get there. She's dead. She's long dead. But uh, he speculates that she'd been, because dr- she'd been drinking and she was wearing sandals, she slipped and fell. 
So they immediately, uh, the cops are immediately suspicious, and they grab everything there, uh, uh, including the um, computer upstairs. They immediately start finding all sorts of stuff. This lady named Diane Fanning has written a, uh, a, a novel about this murder. One of her things is that as soon as they pull up the uh, the computer, everything that's on there is the entirety of this guy, Michael's personal life, is on there. And she says, that's why nothing of any consequence or whatever is ever going onto my computer. That's one of your biggest fears. It never, ever, ever goes away. She said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The forensic guys were able to go into that hard drive and, and suck it right out of there, which made me realize nothing is ever gone in my computer. Because I say that, I've said that once, I've said it a million times, people do not have the privacy they think they have. Right. And this this Diane Fanning is, is all about it. And right off the bat, the forensic uh, investigators are suspicious. Deborah Radish is the medical examiner <laughs> for thing. the counter. Her name's Ken- Radish. It's so horrible. <laughs> she- Perfect, a, a, a super intelligent, accomplished woman, but her last name's Radish. I the know. poor thing. So yeah, uh, falls downstairs are not that common, and you isn't you that think a? Su- are- I'm actually a little surprised by that. I when you think about it, falling downstairs and getting really banged up, I see that falling downstairs and actually dying, dying? snapping get, your spine. I just I guess because I've seen so many uh, mystery murder, you know, blah blah blah, where falls down steps happen. I'm doing air quotes, for, you know, in my in this audio medium. I'm doing a visual. I'm doing air quotes. The fall down the step that killed them. Yeah. It, you know. So, and, well, this, it, it's, this is really big news in Durham. And uh, do you see that wedding, the photo of her on the stairs? It's I, I'm assuming it's her wedding photo. I'm assuming as well. So. Um, On a second wedding, you've had children and stuff. It, she looks really super chaste. Like, don't well, you kind of go a little softer I, on well, that? Second time I think around? you're mistaking white and chaste. She has a white dress on. That's all. Right. I think her daughters were her. Uh, the three daughters were the uh, the attendants, the bridesmaids, or whatever. Right. So obviously, there's no. That's, right. that's not. A I don't thing. know. I guess the white thing doesn't mean anything anymore. Well, I don't think it. Does. No one's gonna go get yeah. their second wedding. They're not gonna wear like fire red right. or whatever. Well, you know, if you can if you can work it, you can pull I mean, it off. Yeah, if you can pull it off. Exactly. <laughs> the other yeah. weird thing that the investigators didn't like that when they got there was that the Todd, their son Todd, his son Todd, not his her son. son, his son Todd was already there because during the uh, during this episode we see he's got two adult boys and she has three adult girls right i believe they're they're in college i believe they're all college age or older his sons are out of college her daughters are in college which is yeah same thing and uh so there's like no kids involved there's no little kids or anything like right so todd wasn't living with them but todd is at the house when paramedics arrive and they're immediately like wait what and he's like oh i called him right after i called 911 he was asked several times actually did he want to give us a statement on what he observed and what he saw that night, and he, he refused to do that. Todd acted more like a person who didn't want anybody to know anything, and Michael wasn't much better. And paramed- the paramedics are immediately like, her, her blood doesn't look fresh, which sounds like a weird thing to say, but that's how paramedics talk. It had already started to congeal. Which kind of, I was eating, when I, and that kind of <laughs> grossed me out. And mm. there was blood spatter on the wall, and it looked like he tried to tried mop to it mop up. Some, it doesn't... Again, I don't understand if you're I this Yeah, 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 yeah. He gets better. And they find blood on a doorway and then they find some blood on the black 
on the back patio. So so Todd doesn't want to talk to the cops. And I didn't realize that was an option. I didn't. Well, I, my, <laughs> apparently I you, 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 apparently you can refuse to speak to them if you're not being arrested. But doesn't that make you look super guilty? Well, I would think so. But uh, like I said, I didn't understand that. If the cops want to talk to you, I kind of thought you had to. But I, I, you, I unless, uh, but doesn't that make you look super guilty? Uh, I agree. I really don't with want to you. talk about it. I agree with you one hundred percent. But again, it's it's you know these people who think they're smarter than everything. I don't know. Well, I, he, I, this, he looks like this, a dick. The, the, <laughs> and I and I, you know what I mean? Like he plays the cross for Duke. You know what I mean? He you just know has that? A, no, he just looks. He has the look. Oh, would you stop? Yep. Oh, that's funny. Well, yeah, he just. But th- then they said one of the things said that he didn't like. Uh, yep, he was jealous of her. And I'm like, you're jealous yeah. of your father's wife? I don't understand I, yeah, that. She took his I attention away. I uh, I don't understand the jealousy that way. I uh-huh. I'm a jealous person, but jealousy in terms of uh, a parent and their. I don't know. It just seemed really odd to me the way they worded it. Yeah, yeah. Because when it, when it was said the first time, I was like, hmm. I know. Yeah, I had a I had a big, hmm, yeah. that seems odd. But I, we'll get to that. Honestly, later in the story, I'm a little like, I hope that's not what I'm thinking it is. But, it's not. Uh, <laughs> so they, uh, they're also questioning Michael's story. They, he said he stayed outside by the pool at one in the morning smoking his pipe. And it's December in Durham. Now, it's not December in Fort Lauderdale or but, San Juan. So they brought in forensic meteorologists. I love that. I love how they call everything for, forensic meteorologist. Well, Couldn't they just said a, a regular old meteorologist? Yeah, but I mean, you want to shush it up, you know? Yes. Give that pantsuit a white So you're a that, forensic that, chef. <laughs> you're a, a forensic. Belt. Housekeeper, you're uh, a forensic. I don't understand. Well, I, I mean, just throwing the, the, forensic on the forensic, front of it. Well, you know, it does sound like they're slapping around on things. But I mean, what would a forensic chef do? I don't know. But a reconstruct the last meal, I guess. I don't know. Well, forensic meteorologist Bill Haggard is here to tell us a little something. There is a thing called the comfort zone, which is established by the Department of Energy. I would not ordinarily want to sit beside a pool in the middle of the night in shorts and a, and a t-shirt, even under uh, the warmer conditions. So it was between 51 and 55 degrees. The Department of Energy- even for me, that's a little cold. I, even for you, and you're, you're exothermic as fuck. Yeah. So <laughs> the Department of Energy actually has de- designated something called the comfort zone, and the low 50s in shorts and a t-shirt falls well out of it. The comfort zone- from what I could tell from the graph they showed, was at the very, very low end of it was the lower 60s, and the upper, upper end of it was the low 90s. And that's not in T-shirts. You know, that's clothed. For uh, the good company and the car listeners, I am quite comfortable at 60, uh, just so everybody knows. Okay. So, good to know. (laughs) You can hang meat in my house. I keep my house cold. So uh, now her autopsy reveals that she has suffered seven injuries to her skull, which is completely inconsistent with a fall down the stairs. And And also her brain neurons are showing this very strange condition, and Dr. Radish explains it. Finding red neurons in someone's brain tissue tells you that the person had an episode of lack of oxygen at least 
two to four to six hours before they actually suffered whole body death. The conclusion is she was attacked, she was beaten, but then she lived for a long enough period of time for these red neurons to show up or develop by the time she died. So this totally contradicts Michael's account, and the coroner rules it a homicide, and all eyes are on Michael. But another thing that I don't know, if, <laughs> I don't think I'm jumping ahead or anything, is the blood, the blood, aside from the blood spl splatter issues, yeah. where the blood was actually splattered, uh -huh. because he had splatter marks in his... That's not there yet. You're getting we haven't your gotten story. To that yep. yet. The footprint. Uh-huh. You're getting not there yet. Oh, we have... Oh! Really? Okay. No, 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 go ahead. I, uh, I, I want right. to get to that part. And the very best part, we, we see a lot of video footage of Michael where he's not talking. They just do cutaways. But here we do actually get a sound bite, and it is nauseatingly melodramatic. <sighs> Give it to us, Michael. Kathleen was my life. I whispered her name in my heart a thousand times. She is there, but I can't stop crying. I would never have done anything to hurt her. Do you believe that shit? And I heard her name on the wind. Uh, and I heard whatever, oh, whatever the heart, fuck you said. Do you remember that? In, her, in my heart. It's in oh, my heart. God. And so... But, uh, but okay, so, so removing ourselves from this particular story, there's absolutely nothing you can say to look good in that situation, nope. even if you're innocent. Correct. There's so you are you are literally but that, damned if you do, damned if you don't. I guess, but I mean, who goes on and says that flowery? I, I, I whispered well, her name I on the wind. I completely and I heard it agree with you. But I'm saying, you know, you'll have these you'll have these people who get before the TV cameras and they say the the nicest things or whatever, and you think bullshit and then you'll have the person come on there and they'll say kind of blase things and they're like well they don't care they're guilty so well literally if you, do, you cannot damned if you win do, damned in this if you don't but really he was did so on this well you know, yeah yeah, yeah. but case, i'm just saying like you know i'm yeah. just saying and then the other thing is is the choice of words like they have all these probably forensic people of some sort <laughs> forensic, word who, <laughs> for forensic word people who like well, he said the instead of the. Oh, well, again, the body, body analysis, this, uh, yeah. word choices, everything. Oh, it's analyzed it's down to the very last and so, degree. So literally, you kill somebody, don't talk to anybody. They're really wondering what um, douchebag son Todd knows. He's really super fishy, but they just can't pin anything on him. And then there was a section of video which they really didn't explain. I'm assuming it was after the murder. The two guys are behind the sofa and the three girls are on the sofa. Right. And it looked like they were being interviewed by the local news, a no news or something, and that wasn't that was not explained because no, it was just cut away to like it was just color color visual right, to just flesh but, out but, the video. But of course, but, the, the, but my point of that is, so they were the kids were united, you know, united, and according to my research. They all were at first. Right. The computer, they, the guys have gone, dove into the computer. And of course, that's always going to be just Pandora's oh box. God. So they find that she was actually on the computer a full hour earlier than Michael originally said. When they talk about it subsequently, she's actually on there. She should have been on there a couple hours earlier because they say he had two to three hours when he was staging the scene. The way they talk about it in the documentary, he really only has a little over an hour if, you, if you're listening to the forensics about the computer. Right. I digress. So she's up there. Uh, she comes across 
not only emails to a gay prostitute, but a bunch of gay porn oh. stuff. And here we go. Thousands of gay pornographic images. In Michael's desk were email exchanges between Michael and a male prostitute making plans to meet for sex. So, and of course, the way that the 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 narrator homosexual, it just the way he was using the words, it's like it was very homophobic. It was very well, but it was just funny to me. It's like you don't say a a, a homosexual prostitute or something like that, yeah. like. He's a hustler. Yeah, <laughs> Simple, hustler. Simpler, simpler words. There's much simpler words. And I guess that's to work with the people in Iowa. I don't know, but it, it must, was just well, funny. And also, yeah, this this is this episode came out 15 years ago. Well, but I, we act like 15 years ago was like 55 million years it, ago. But the way the world is jumping and changing and spinning so quickly now, a couple of years makes a huge difference in it, this stuff. It, it kind of does. But what I really like is when they do the reenactment, they do the voiceover of his emails to the hustler. Yes. Evenings aren't great for me. I'm married very happily married with a dynamite wife. Yes, I know. I'm very bi, and that's all there is to it. I love that. I got a dynamite wife, wife, but I'm just super... It sounds so Austin Powers. I got a dynamite wife. I'm just super bi. That's all there is to it. Uh, He also hooked up with a local college lacrosse player. Which didn't make sense to me because that would have been an incredible age difference. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so... When I was typing my notes, I was like... And it also showed that he hooked up with a local lacrosse and then to put team. (laughs) And that would have been so Ah, much better. That would have been great. But you know, so so at the he time, hooked up with a local lacrosse team, cross team, him and Rod Stewart. That's, they just can't get away from those team just, sports. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Forward your hate mail to Kevin. <laughs> but you know, but but that those are the things. So a lacrosse player is going to be getting it on with this. What is he? I think he's in his fifties. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. He's he's yeah. He's, he's like fifty five. Right. Yeah. So. I just it just those those are the kind of things that make me like why what well so anyway okay, so they ahead. think that she found this stuff uh, not only the emails that he'd weirdly printed out in his in his desk but she normally brought her laptop home to check her work emails she hadn't brought it home so she went up and used his computer she stumbles across all of this she comes down she confronts him they speculate he loses his shit and once they look into the finances it all starts to make sense investigators looked into the peterson's finances and that too was revealing surprisingly Michael hadn't generated any income in more than two years. Michael hasn't made has not generated any income in over two years. I don't know. Did his books 10, just thousand square foot house? <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. But I mean, did his books just? Did people stop buying? Well, I, I I can't imagine that after several years the sales are going to dip and they're not going to be so. And I didn't know who he was. Yeah. So you know, I I just. I do because bo- I would know. I, you yeah, know. but you know, but I mean, the you were saying when he was all, doing some some work as a local reporter. Yeah, one of the things said that he was working because he was critical of the police and he was critical of the lawyer who was prosecuting him. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> in the paper. All right. Well, <laughs> former District Attorney Frida Black explains the situation, and I love her. Kathleen was supporting the entire household with her income for Nortel. That would include all the children their educational expenses, as well as the the expenses of running a household of that size. 
They have credit card debt of almost $150,000. They got three girls in college. idea of $150,000 in credit card debt makes my stomach like At like 20% interest rate or whatever? Oh my God, no. I can't even. I get bent out of shape over a couple thousand. I'm just like, oh my God. So her three girls are in college. He's got two deadbeat sons. They're, now, they're asking you for don't money. know about the other side. It's sad that they were asking for money. They were also asking they, well, for money. Well, apparently all five of the kids were mooching. Right. So, you know, to some I think The college kids, I'll give well, them a pass. Well, mooching's a I'm hard I'm not giving word. either his kids a pass. It's a, a hard word. Todd especially. Fuck you, Todd. You look like a dick. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> so her stock, which at one point was two and a half, was two and valued and at two and a half million. million. At this point, when she's when she falls down the stairs, she's only worth 50 grand Oof. Uh, uh, with and her again, stock. Again, my stomach. Ugh. So, so <sighs> how much was the life insurance worth, Jack? Two million dollars, according to the show. And who's the beneficiary? Um, I don't know. It's here in my notes somewhere. It was the school for the blind. It was Raleigh. A- <laughs> it wasn't for Michael. No, no, no. He's got, he's the beneficiary for the $2 million life insurance. And, and of course, the second they bring up life insurance, ah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> this idiot. He I, He's not for somebody. I thought he would have been a better murderer than he I, was. That's it. Thank I, you. Yeah. That is what kept going through me. He's literally written three or four Yeah, three, three, or three four really books good novels. And, and he was in Nam. He should know the, a few the, things. That were, you know, that were not, they were gra- not graphic, but, you know, they were about guns and men and fighting and stuff like that. <laughs> I think you'd have some concept. Lot, you know, when he blew up that village in Mile Eye and helped well, out with that massacre, he would have gotten a few tips. Oh, my God. I know, it's awful. But my I, I point should not, is, that, was a poor, that joke was in the poorest of taste. It was, send your hate yeah, mail send your hate mail to Kevin. So, but, uh, uh, so, but again... Like, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, well, none of this. But wait, what? You know, yeah, you know. Even really, in 2001, you know. The thing was, it, it clearly was. He just flew off the handle. Was she confronted him with that? Like, you know, oh, you're gay. You're having it. You know, that right. that's and that just sent him into a. But they're looking at his clothes now, and he none of the none of the evidence of the crime scene makes any sense to what he said. Not happened. at all. And his clothes. And are, there's so much blood. Uh huh. And the, like her clothes are like drenched, like yeah. like her. And then I, I read on here that that yeah, really it, wouldn't matter. I'm like, no, it wouldn't. It. I yeah. mean, like, no. Radish early on, earlier as she said, I've never seen this much blood with right. someone who. You know, and it was congealed. Yeah, and so his. It looks like he tried to wipe it off. So then we have blood spatter expert P. Dwayne Deaver. He knows to look between the legs. <laughs> that is something that I see many times in beating cases because generally when you're standing over a victim and you're beating them, a lot of the impact spatter will come directly back on the individual and will go into the crotch area of their pants. So you could see them. They have. Re- I want to place a great big Asterisk right here. So keep on going. <laughs> All right. Um, they reconstruct the stairwell, the stairs, really well because until they pull away when they're doing the reconstruction of him, like hitting the uh, blood-soaked sponges to do the spatter. I thought it was the actual stairway at the oh, house. Oh, I did too. They just rebuilt it in, in you know, at the station or whatever. They recreate it perfectly, and that's when they found the funky blood spatter. The spatter uh, that, it that was, showed it went up into his crotch. It went. Up inside the pant leg. The blood was on the inside of the pant leg, not on the outside, on the inside. A less seasoned blood spatter expert might not know to look for this. I Dexter probably would have. Ah, but I love uh, Dexter. I loved Dexter. I know you did. 
so they they look for that the the shoe print on her pants there's yeah a, is is from him it's his shoe print on the back of her leg and which again doesn't make any sense with him walking up and finding her all you know it just the circumstantial evidence is just mounting and now, I know this is a stupid comparison but I'm gonna make it anyway <laughs> I'm I'm a, it was a stupid crime well you know? that's true too but like if I if I've eaten or whatever and I've got a little spot on my clothes mm-hmm. If I go into the bathroom, I will purposely splash water on my shirt uh-huh. to kind of hide the initial spot. You mean when you're in a restaurant? Yes, correct. Oh, okay. In a restaurant. Like a little camo. Like, yeah. You know, so like you know, I'll be pulled your, your away. cup dribbles or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, you just put a lot of water on the front of your shirt to kind of hide it. So a big spill is better than a small spill? Well, I know it's really bad, whatever, but I do it. I, it, I, I it makes me feel better. Okay. Oh, I don't look like the biggest slob on the planet. So. Oh, I see. Like maybe you went the wa- You were washing yourself, and that's washing splatter. Not I dribbled on myself because I'm a slob splatter. So the, the, when uh, when that happened, I'm thinking to myself. Well, what did he do? He got a little bit of blood on his pants, or he just rubbed his pants in the blood, like to make it, like to mess it up, like because her pants were soaked. Yeah, I just didn't. It. it she didn't fall. It didn't make sense. I can't None believe of it that sense. he thought as much time as he had, and Todd there being a little bitch and helping him, that he thought when the cops showed up, anybody was going to buy that. Anybody was going to buy it. So there's no blood on Todd, so they they don't think he was actually there when his dad was going nuts on Elizabeth. And uh, they never talked about the phone calls, whether when the call went through or no, whatever. which is weird. I thought they would have should have. Well, because to see. I think because he said, "Well, I called him immediately after," and he just but, beat well, the police but, there. But but so I would assume that because that that was the case, they didn't. According to the police records, I get the, the feeling records. that maybe he called him before nine one one. I would have liked to have heard more about that because he was there. Unless he lived close by, and I have no reason to believe that he did. I think you know when you call an ambulance, they're there pretty pretty super quick. So unless Todd lived right no at the clue. street, he was because that's there. what they were saying. He didn't live there. Why was he there at two thirty in the morning? Right. So now they start looking back into Michael's background, and we find a funny little thing that happened seventeen years earlier in a little country called Germany. <laughs> And their close friend, Liz Ratliff, who could have been Elizabeth's identical twin sister. Really? I actually, I actually, for the first thought, thought, well, wait a minute. Is that actually her? Like, she's... It's uncanny. They have the same hairstyle, same face. And we're going to enter another asterisk here. As soon as we're done talking about Ratliff, i got to tell you some juicy details. All right, I'm on the edge of my seat. Oh, you are? You know the picture of her where she's got the garland thing on her head? What do you call yes. those? But that's always a bad look. Ah! I, I never think that looks cute. People put those Carol on... Baskin. Yeah, Carol Baskin. <laughs> the Carol Baskin look. You always look foolish and childish when you wear those. Well, they never yeah. look. They're cute on a three-year-old. On a forty-five-year-old woman, they look stupid well, to me. They we're in Germany. It's a different culture. I know people in Sweden put those wreath things on their head at Christmas time. Well, I mean, I don't if, you're, if you're watching the Northern Lights and it's 55 degrees below zero, I'll give you a pass. But you don't know what the position, you don't know what was going on when the picture was t- I'm just saying they were at a wedding or something. In, but you uh, don't know that. You don't know I'm going to speculate wildly. That's what just, I do. <laughs> that's really funny. So, oddly enough... Uh, she was found in an identical situation. She freaky. fell down the stairs. She had precisely seven seven lacerations to her skull. And the beneficiary of her estate was Michael. 
He and he also uh, was given t- uh, the, the the ward of her children. It was just that the, the the investigators were like, "What the fuck?" It gave me chills. It was just incredible that this that two of these could be so similar. He looked at Kathleen Peterson and looked at Elizabeth Ratliff. They could pass for sisters. So now we figure we find that the um, the investigators back in North Carolina have figured out the murder weapon was narrow and slightly rounded. They never found it, and that's really apparently important in murder cases where you want a body and you want a weapon. Exactly. See, I'm over here making facial gestures. I keep forgetting because when he's, he's Kevin was saying those things, I was making agreeable uh, facial expressions. Sorry about that. That's why I'm telling you, so you'll know. So you want a body and you want, want a murder weapon, but it's more important to have the body. But they never find it. But in photos that they're going through, and these guys were really thorough, they found pictures of a blowpipe, which you use. Anybody who's had a, a fireplace, you have the big, long brass blowpipe that you use to... We had one. Right? You didn't? We had we one. Had, we had the, the bellows thing. No, we didn't have... We had a bellows, but we had that as well. Yeah. And it was it, it's a, like a really long, narrow um, bugle. Right. And it weighed a ton. It, it was really heavy. It was brass, and you would blow deep into the... And it would get it going. They could never find it. Well... According to my research, they did find it in the garage where it had been for such a period of time that there's no way it could have been the murder weapon. But that wasn't until much later when they go when they'd gone through the garage. Right. So they really made a big deal about it during the trial, right? When in fact it was in the garage the whole time, covered with dust. All right. So so well, anything. I, it, they're all connecting all the dots. They now speculate. Since she rarely used his computer, she found all that shit. She confronted him. He blew up. He beat her with the blowpipe. That was the that was their theory back then. Then he set about sa- staging the scene. She wakes back up. Oh. Then he attacks her again, and that's when the blood spatter goes up into his crotch. And they think because that- he had to have been standing over top of her. Correct. Oh. And uh, that's when Todd shows up. That's when Todd shows up. They, they think he took the blowpipe. Because he wasn't there for a helpful purpose. He wasn't. He wouldn't talk to the police. Nope. It was super so, fishy. His whole his behavior the whole time, front and back, it never got any better. And so with this this incredible, overwhelming amount of evidence and... and um, evidence? Uh, evidence, right? Yes. Right, right, right. Yes, yes. He goes to trial, and I have to believe it took like a red hot second for them to come in and go out and be like, guilty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, just like walk him in. It's like, just like walk him in. He's guilty. So he got... What was it? He got life, life without uh, mm-hmm. life. He got life, but not, but with possibility of parole. Right. Frida Black is here again, and this sounds like a broken record because so many of these sound bites we've had. She just goes on about how Michael thought he was just going to get away with it. He felt like he could outsmart just about anybody. Um, maybe that had to do with his personality. Maybe his chosen occupation. But he did try to outsmart people in Germany, and he tried to outsmart people here in Durham. He, he tried to outsmart the jury, actually, but it simply didn't work. Yeah, so anyway, he went, and Jack, I did not bring my laptop, and I was wondering, I'm just going to go upstairs and use your computer. <laughs> everybody. Well, no! I got stuff to talk about. All right. Okay, go. Okay. Your asterisk. So, asterisk. Asterisk. Asterisks. Mm. So, uh, the- Asterisks. 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 Then yep. go. 
So uh, that's the the plural of Mercedes is Mercedes. So is it? Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's my plural. It's term. mine now. Okay. So uh, the Ratliff murder. The the poor woman. So she was married. She had been married. The guy died. Uh-huh. Ratliff was had a and husband. And they're in Germany, right? They're in Germany. Yeah. But they're Americans. Okay. Yeah. And uh, she had the two kids. Petersons had been there for dinner. Okay. Well, the the first wife. They'd been there for dinner, and the wife and the kids left, and he stayed there with her. Helped put the kids down. Oh, and, and then he put something else down too. Right. And then the, and the and the babysitter, the nanny, showed up in the morning and found the body. Christ. So there was that. And, were they having an affair? And well, no, I don't think so. Okay, but uh, he was in charge of all of her money and everything, and he took those kids in. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. So those kids are just slightly younger than his two boys. Yeah. So. Um, and uh, so by the time, of course, all this had happened, they were adults or away or whatever. Right. And the daughter, Kathleen, when she, once they found out about the stuff on the computer, and also, uh-huh. she, the daughter, Kathleen, put a, a wrongful death against... Michael? Michael. Yeah. For $25 million. <laughs> for $25 million. And, you know, swing for the fences. Well, you know. and uh, <laughs> I and, want the rights to all three of your best-selling novels, which are generating really, no money well, anymore. You know. And uh, <laughs> because he never, admit, he, he never admitted he murdered her. He, even, no, no, he took what, yeah, what is that called? An Alfred plea. Right. Speaking of which, your boy Deaver, the blood spatter guy, yeah. he was fired from the SBI in January of 2011 after audits and things, they found that he had uh, falsely represented evidence in over 30 cases, Shit. including withholding important pieces of information. Oh, wow. Stuff like that. He seemed so, like such a straight well, shooter. Well, that's just it. I... This is my take on it. Is he would he would decide who he thought was guilty? And, oh, and that's that. What I, think. Yeah, I yeah, can yeah. see that. You know, that's and that gleamy, nerdy eye exactly. is exactly. Yep. So on December sixteenth, twenty eleven, Peterson was released uh, from the Durham County Jail on a three hundred thousand dollar bail and placed under house arrest. So did he have to go back to the house? Uh, was yeah. the house just sitting there all this time? I don't know. I I would love house. Ar- I yeah. I don't know. I was hoping he was going to flee, and you're going to be. He's on well, the land no, as no, we no. speak. But um, montage of him that like is, in that really is where seedy that, bars that Alfred and hotels. Plea, the Alfred plea comes in. Play, he put a guilty plea. The an he, Alfred. Okay, yeah. an Alfred plea is where you plead guilty, but you still maintain your, your innocence, innocence, just right. to kind of get it over with. Yeah, and he. His new sentencing was a maximum of 66 months in prison, but he'd already served over, let me see, he'd already served more time than his original sentence, which was 98. So basically he, he time served. Yeah. So he didn't have to complete anything. He was able to stay out on this Alfred plea thing. Oh, so he's still out a free man as we speak. Correct. There's been a movie, a French series, a documentary series about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Documentary series. The, These are big and money. He wrote a book. And the book, the initial thing that was out. Oh, him and OJ get, was called the staircase. Ugh. And then he wrote a book called Behind the Staircase. Oh, for fuck's sake! And it's just, it's this. It, oh, it's 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 embarrassing. It's just, and and then according to the what uh, my research, the life insurance policy was only one point five million dollars. Okay, but still, so, but these things, you know, you never know over time how things. But he didn't get any of the money. Well, 
He didn't. I, I, he couldn't. No, you can't profit from. You cannot. If, oh, you, if, if you're convicted of murdering uh, a spouse, you do not get the insurance money. <laughs> I, now, Jack, you do not get the insurance money if you kill I'm the person. I'm not killing anybody. All right. Don't worry about that. I feel that. like you're real gray on that. Well, no, it's, it's just like we, we've talked about this. <laughs> no, on more than one occasion. No, no, no. We've you're talked about this a lot your before. Your chin. <laughs> it, the, it, it's, it's, it's no different. For la- I'm going to make it real simple. You're in a store and you steal a package of gum. Right. If you steal that package Let's of gum. Let's just say juicy fruit for the sake of argument. Okay. You the steal only gum pa- worth stealing. Okay, I'm just going with hubba bubba, but okay, whatever. Oh, good point. Uh, <laughs> so, so if I went into this store and I done stole a package of gum, remember you did that, and your sister made you take it back. My, when I was a little kid, I was four, three or four, something like that. Yeah, yeah, you were terrified, and I was terrified. If that happened to me now as an adult, I would get after arresting. Even if I got off of it, I would get relieved of my job. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. And let there, it's going to make me sound even worse. So the threat of me losing my livelihood and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff is what's keeping you from committing is, murder. Is what's keeping me from murder because it that would totally, does really sound bad. I know it does, doesn't it? Because I don't want my. I really kind of like my life. I don't right. want to fuck it up. So. And you don't tell me you don't want to kill someone. I don't want to kill people. Any, okay, yeah, no, that's no, not no, what's coming across. I know. I'm so <laughs> twisted. And then you wonder why I'm still in therapy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, no, 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 but I don't have that. That is not in me. That is not, I don't want to kill people. Oh my God, this has made a horrible turn. Um, but my point of that is these people that go through these things, they somehow think it's going to fix their situation. Right. When I am equating stealing a package of gum to uh-huh. murder, uh-huh. because I know if I saw, yeah. listen, when I got my little unfortunate uh, alcohol problem, the, the you know, my little DUI a little while ago, it totally fucked up my life for a really really long time and one and i was just and and it's something that you don't think will mess up your life right so the idea i'm here to tell you murdering someone's gonna mess but up that's your what life. i'm saying so this guy who who thinks he's too smart he's gonna get away with it there's no way you're gonna if you I can, don't gonna, yeah there's if you a, could lose your entire life time and again they have these guys these uh, it's mostly men they've killed their wife and then they kill their second wife in an identical manner, or or a well, friend, they got away with it. Once. But they do it, and they, and they get they're like, huh. uh, you know, it's like, then, well, it, you know that. Huh, guess I'll try it again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but this is one of those things that you and I've talked about it in, in long. It's like, what were they? Th- how was this? This was the best you could come up. with? This was what you thought was going to fix your situation. It was going to make it better. I don't. I don't get it. I, it just, I don't either. It well, seems gonna... like way too much to lose. If anything, you're going to skip a detail. You're going to miss something. Yeah, you will. No one. It would take a team of super nerds that were super uh, OCD to make sure that nothing, 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 and still something. It. It, yeah, the, the it, it, there's always going to be one. If they the look at it closely the enough. Phone, the phones. They'll find something. There's, there's something, no perfect crime. I, I honestly don't think, if somebody's getting, what do they say, the, the, the best uh, the best thief in the world is the one that still hasn't been caught? That, that No, 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 it's not been caught. Is they're still unaware that he's do, that it's done, that it's been done. Yeah. So if someone's Wait. stealing money and nobody realizes they're doing it. Oh, they're the, the crime ones hasn't that, been acknowledged yet. Uh, or, right. Or, or, Those yeah. are, and 
that yeah, is there's impossible. a lot of that going on right now. Well, I know I'm being very abstract. I don't mean to be, but my point is, is if you're going to do these bad things, so you're going to get caught. I did forget to mention the owl theory. <laughs> There's, oh, okay. I'm all there's about There's something it. called the owl theory. <laughs> uh, her, her, uh, Peterson's injuries were such that they, that they even, okay, if this makes <laughs> sense. Her injuries on her head. Yeah. It was actually introduced that she was attacked by a large bird of prey. Something Are you kidding? Cow- wait, wait, wait. Wait, the defense? For, 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 In for- late 2009, a, a, a new theory of Kathleen's death came forward that she was allegedly attacked by, like by a- an owl, owl outside, falling after rushing inside and having knocked been knocked unconscious. That's great. Can you imagine the balls on the lawyer who tried to pass that one by? And, and they're saying that they're, and then part of the evidence, you know, how they have to list everything, part of the listing of the evidence and the things when her body uh-huh. was examined, there was feathers. Oh, God. And then they used a forensic owl specialist. No, no, Oh, yeah. They oh, used come on. A, Just no, no, they used a, the re-examination of the hair in September found two more microscopic owl feathers. So while that is probably a very broad thing, how is that possible? I, I, listen, this is off the internet. I don't oh, know. okay, all right. This all is right. part of my research. Right, wow. But this is actually listed, and there's a few, there's, there's, uh, Ibids. Yeah. What what is it called? Uh, I I bid. Oh, I Yeah. I bid. It's it's a well. Yeah, there's reference. there's uh, there's reference numbers here, so they're 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 quoting their references. That's an old school like I, decimal system reference. Right, so I always love saying Ibid. Oh, Ibid, because that means there's there's. <laughs> I don't know how to prove it right now. So yeah. Well, wow. Well, that's the story of Michael uh, Peterson. Peterson killing yeah. his wife Kathleen, killing, killing and his friend and everything. And anyway, so I don't have my laptop. I'm going to go up and use your computer and see what I can find. Bye, Jack. <laughs> okay, bye. Everybody. Okay, bye. <laughs>